Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dollar Podcast live at the Comics Lounge. Now please put your hands together and welcome to the stage, Dave and Gareth. You there. Holy shit. Hi, everybody. The chants are just getting so strange. Just one guy now. Yeah. A lone gunman. Gary! I'm Dave. This is Gary. Gareth. Let's be honest, the back supported that when the front dropped the ball. And I don't even like the Gary chance, but... You see what I'm dealing with? That went exactly where it should. And it's to, your name. to one man's it's, it's shame. Also, it's your name. And they're just chanting your name. But no one wanted to do it. It's not as fun. We're saying the same thing. I disagree. Uh, this is our third uh, third dollop in your country. We've done two in Brisbane. I've le- well, here's something I've learned researching uh, the uh, the dollops, and that's that all of your cities hate each other. Yeah. And it's been that way since the beginning. It's your foundation. It's really crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we're gonna. There'll be a little bit of that in this, tonight's dollop. Wait, what? There'll be a little bit of the the cities. Oh, a city. It's a city. City turf war. Yeah, it's all fucking. It's just really ridiculous. I can't wait to hear about it. What about you guys? <laughs> but Brisbane's really nice. Fuck you. It's strange. They treated us really nice there. Um, there's houses. Oh, we gotta, dude. Talk about the flight. Juanas, checking in. You and oh. me. Okay. This is standard. So we're in LA, and we walk up to the counter, Quantas, and we go, uh, we checking in, blah, 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 and the guy goes, okay, passports, and then he takes the ticket, and he looks at it, and he goes, there's a comment on your boarding pass. And I was like, I don't know what that means. And he says... It says, no sleep tell hippo. So we're laughing. And I was like, did I put that in there? No. Obviously, and I, I'm and then I was like, no, I did that podcast. I booked these tickets months ago. I did the podcast recently. There's no way. Yeah. And then he t- takes out Gareth's ticket and he says, prefers Gary. <laughs> So there's some legend in the Qantas system. Yes, yes. There's, a, there's a, somebody that works for Qantas who is a fucking legend. Who's a legend. And then we both kept him and we're going to He's actually him. this trip's Ifty Gifty. <laughs> he is. Yeah. He is. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we have a guest tonight. Did you know that? This guest, this I did not announce this guest because uh, because the show was already sold out. So I was like, well, how about how about we have a secret? 
Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Cosby. Watch your drinks, gang. Get your hands over them when you're not sipping. <laughs> Celia Pacquara! Yay! Shit. Guys. Guys. Guys, guys. No, seriously. I'm, I'm glad... I'm glad you, you've introduced me because Bill Cosby is back there and I was like, fucking bring me Give out. Give me the drink. Give me the drink. Don't drink that. Do not drink that. Don't drink it. Don't drink <laughs> it. Jesus God. Oh, old fingers Cosby. <laughs> Hi, wow, this is exciting. Look at all these people who like you. Everybody, everybody listens to the walk in the room. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, episode 38, you said he was a rapist. Oh. I did. Now to- <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> Celia's like, look at all these uh, these fans who yeah. support you. You're like, I called it. Yeah. <laughs> to get back on Ray. Called it. Sorry. Anyway, go ahead with your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's always it's, it's, feel very welcome. That's nice. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So Thanks. do you have a everybody? Uh, yep. So on this tour, the guest is reading. You were told that, right? You're 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 excited to, to hear what you have cooked up for us. Yes. As long okay, as you like fire, stories about fire. rape. I think you do. So I was sexually assaulted. Um, uh, Dave, why don't you read what you have? And uh, <laughs> Julie, we got this. All right. <laughs> I so liked where you were headed. But it had a surprise ending. You know, you'll never know. What was the surprise? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Eighteen sixty. Thank God. In the 1860s, Australia was a feeling uh, a bit sad <laughs> because no one from the royal family had come down to visit. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, the nerve. No. For years, Australia had been begging for someone to come down from the royal family. <laughs> what? This is The weird country already. didn't feel legitimate. What? They'd be like, we're on your fucking money. What else do you want? You know what we look like? Yeah. You... <laughs> I don't know what to say. You guys were like, you don't Come call, and you don't write, you don't visit. It's like, are we even your nation anymore? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you turn up on our flag, and I it mean... feels like you don't even call. You know, <laughs> like an ignored, ignored stepchild, little yeah. little Australia. Yeah. Yeah. So finally, in 1867, Queen Victoria sent a royal down, Prince Alfred. <laughs> Alfred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was an Alfred. You didn't know about Alfie? No, did he work for Batman? <laughs> <laughs> it's no. one and the same. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, he was 23 years old, the second son of Queen Victoria. He wasn't exactly the top of the heap. Really? Mm. His mom called him clever and odd. <laughs> Interesting. Nice to lead with clever. <laughs> The queen was running things, and his brother was next in line for the throne, so Alfred was there in case his brother died. But other than that, not really anything <laughs> going on. Uh, when he was young, he was sent to the British Navy because he really didn't have anything going on in the family, <laughs> except for being, you know, in the second chair. And he rose through the ranks quickly. He was lieutenant at 19. I don't know how he rose through the clan. Well, he was yeah. clearly very good. Yeah, yeah, I mean... There's no nepotism there. Oh, I, oh, I get it. Yeah, because yeah. he's royal, guys. And, Thank um... you. <laughs> She's on it. Get a smart She's got one over here. Fingers on the pulse of the podcast. <laughs> got it. Well, he might have just been really good. You don't know. Um, he was a captain and commanding his own ship at 22, the HMS HMS Galatee. Oh. Huh? 
You guys remember that one? HMS Odd would have been better. Yeah. You think it's odd? I think if you'd called it HM, HMS Odd. Odd? What about Clever and Clever odd, odd, the ship? Clever Odd, the boat. These are catchy titles. <laughs> Claude? Claude? In 1863... What just happened? King Otto of Greece was deposed. King Otto? Otto. Otto? King Otto. Okay. (laughs) You've just insulted all of Greece. Well, what are they going to (laughs) do? Throw hummus at me? I got nothing. Uh, So, Greece needed a new king, and the country voted for Alfred to be their new king. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, What the fuck happened? So, wait. I'm sorry. So, they kicked out their king, because he's a douchebag. And, and they're, they're like, like, we want a new king. Instead of being like, how about a democracy? They're like, let's get another one of those guys. And so they were like, that guy's doing nothing. <laughs> He's clever and odd. And so they wanted him to be their king. They voted 95%. 95, they had a referendum. What? 95% were in favor of I didn't Alfred. know you elected monarchies. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> it's very old. Why is Greece in the shitter? I can't, cannot figure it out. No. Uh, but Vic, uh, Queen Victoria was not down with Alfred uh, being the king of Greece, so she was like, fucking stop that shit. Uh, and so uh, he, she wanted him to be the Duke of Edinburgh and the Earl of Ulster and of Kent, These are which really happened in 1866. Titles. So he's got a bunch of titles now. Sure. It's not that great. Alfred's a fucking piece of shit. Jesus, uh, Dave, don't pull punches. To show how fun Alfred is, uh, he was a stamp collector. Ah. Uh. Oh. And he played the violin, but he yeah. was really shitty at playing it. His playing was described as, quote, abominable. <laughs> and he would have people over for dinner, and then right after the meal, he'd whip out the violin and make them listen. Oh, They're just all oh. vomiting at the table, like, oh, God, Alfred. <laughs> now, the queen decided Alfred should go on a royal tour of the British colonies. He left Plymouth, England in January 1867 on the Galatea. The plan was to first go to Gibraltar, then a stop in Brazil, then the Cape of Good Hope, and from there, Australia. Mm, the first ever like... royal tour. It's awesome. It's going to go well. Mm. There's no doubt in my mind there's nothing wrong with his tour. To be honest, I still can't stop picturing him as Alfred, <laughs> as, but- <laughs> as butler, like his whole time. Him playing a violin, he's, he's... still in like a suit and top of tails. I'm like, yes, sir. Mother, I can't... My violin. I can't go on a tour. What will Batman do, mother? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about... Busy. Who will iron his suits? <laughs> or whatever the fuck I do. <laughs> So is he currently the Earl and the Duke? He's not the King. So the Queen wouldn't let him be the, the King of Greece, which is dumb. Yeah, yeah he's not the King of Greece. King of Greece sounds heaps cooler than the, an Earl. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. But Mommy didn't want it. Right, but she still wants to get rid of him. All right, yeah. so this is the yep. first royal that Australia gets. Yep, and uh, he's coming for six months, and Australians, when they heard, they went, Bug fuck! They could not believe how awesome this was. Oh, okay. <laughs> they were like, oh, my God, Alfred is coming to us. Uh, He's they clever started, and odd. They started writing poems. Whoa. Lot of, the, this was a time when, when people were excited about stuff, they would write poems. Yeah. Sing, greet him with song, and welcome right hearty ye good festive throng the son of our queen who now visits your coast a son of old england each true britain's boast 
loudly sound your trumpets, doubly beat your drums, cannons roll your thunder. The royal sailor comes. See our princely sailor comes. That was in the uh, it's Sydney, really good. Sydney it's Herald. really good. Yeah, it was it, in the paper. Yeah, it was in the paper. Okay, so that's the best poem written about. Just <laughs> interesting. They made preparations in every city. Uh, he brought a personal painter <laughs> who was there what? to talk art with him oh. and also paint pictures of the trip. Amazing. He I was mean, like, he a lot of, but that you can't be like a photo- like a painter on a trip is like, okay, nobody move for ten hours. Okay. <laughs> This is going to be great, guys. I'll tag you in this. It's going to be fantastic. You would have just had to do that. Just have like a human selfie stick. Yeah. Like that's how you must have been able to do it. No, that was yeah. what you did. Yeah. You were like, to one of us facing the camera. <laughs> but you know, in those ye, ye oldie times when you see those paintings, I always think, is the, were just all painters shitty or just did people just look weird? You know, the painters no, they all have weird. really long necks and massive eyeballs. You're like, <laughs> were the yeah. painters like spot on and that's what people that was, look like? They were spot on. Right, okay. People were super fucked up. <laughs> cool. uh, the trip on the Galatea did not go well. Okay. First, there was an outbreak of typhus. Mm. Ooh, then one the night, the ship's cook fell overboard. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> How? <laughs> that's, that's all it said. I couldn't he find just, anything else about it. Too much enthusiasm flipping a pancake. Like, just, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, <laughs> you guys watch this. <laughs> I dropped the spatula. No! <laughs> Alfred was very upset about the cook. He said, quote, Had I been here, I would have gone overboard with him. I fear I, fear I will not another cook like him. That's so amazing that he just misses the food. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, who's going to make the risotto? Oh, I'll never forget his meals. God. Now, the prince is uh, supposed to first arrive in Perth, but he just sails past it. <laughs> yeah. It's not like that's a, a large bit of coast to there miss was, at all. They had, like, all the people out there, and they're like, here comes the... Ready your poems, ready your poems. Get your poems ready. Get your poems ready. He'll be coming. He's not, they're not stopping. Shut up and get your poems ready. (laughs) Prince Alfred will be here. Wait, is he waving? No, he's throwing a chef at us. That's weird. Why is that chef over I think he gave us a chef body as a gift. (laughs) Oh, thank you. We love you. No reason was ever given for why he didn't stop. And in Perth, the, the, the local paper wrote, we should never speak of this. Because <laughs> he really? mooned him. He mooned him for two months on the way past. <laughs> he stood him up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like he catfished him. <laughs> uh, so he's next scheduled to arrive in Adelaide, but... Celebrate! <laughs> no one knows exactly what day he will arrive, so they have men stationed in lookout towers all along the coast watching for the Galatee. And on the 29th of November, uh, sorry, October, word goes out the ship has been seen, the prince is arriving. <gasps> He's People really... are thrilled. Oh my goodness. Everyone, so excited, they're going to build churches. Yeah, everyone in the whole town. <laughs> Comes down to the water, fireworks are set off, tons of rowboats head out into the bay to meet the ship. I don't think he's coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And there is no ship. No ship. Ah! Turns out it was a false alarm. What the fuck so is he doing? everyone is sad, <laughs> and they head back home. For whatever reason, everyone goes home. 
They leave the outlooks. They all just oh, no. left and went home. Oh no. So there's no lookouts. There's no one on the coast, and then in rolls the ship. <laughs> Should have gone to Greece. <laughs> oh, I thought they were looking forward to meeting me. So oh, there was well. there was rumor of poems. Oh, no. <laughs> I miss Batman. <laughs> I'd comfort it if I had a chef. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'd eat my feelings, but my chef drowned. Oh, that's very funny. <laughs> uh, so, oh god, yep. The prince, uh, the prince's ship comes in, and no one's there, not a soul. So they anchor the ship, and they just stay there for the night. And then they get up in the morning, and still no one. <laughs> they were hurt. And then they spot five guys who were in a little boat and they'd, they'd blown off work to go fishing. <gasps> and they asked those guys to go into the city and tell everyone that the prince is here. And they're like, fuck, man, we're fishing. Uh... <laughs> so... Do so you have to do it himself? Just go around door and going, hello, I'm the prince and I'm Hi. here and where the fuck were you? Goodbye. Uh, so, uh, so those guys eventually go into the city. Uh, they tell everybody. Then everyone rushes down to the shore. There's reception committees. Okay, so it worked uh, out. And they're like, sorry, we were here the day before. And the prince finally comes ashore. They have big ceremonies and whatnot. And at this point, everyone in the city is there. So now it's makeup. It's what we all envisioned. Australian papers are thrilled. Mm-hmm. The Argus wrote, this is the beginning of a new era in the history of the world. From today, the eyes of the world will be on Australia as it welcomes its royal guest. Yeah. We're I mean, somebody! That is, yeah. that we is do desperate. love a visitor. We really do love a visitor. And they're right. It was the start, because now they won't stop fucking coming out here. Uh-oh, that got weird. What? Expect a parade. We get it. You got on a... Write us a poem. <laughs> so the Australians have a lot riding on this, right? They, mm-hmm. they think it's finally uh, going to make them a country to be reckoned with. So they're just crazy? No, it's the... Their part. Yes, is the answer. It's like, oh, there's it's a like lot of if loyalists. today, like, a celebrity retweeted you. It's like, I exist! Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's exactly like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is the perfect analogy. Actually, put it in perspective yeah, for me. There you okay. Go. <laughs> Because we all know what it's like when Seth Rogen well, retweets him. T- <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> I feel sad for the people listening to this who couldn't see your shoulder action. <laughs> Many moves. Um, I think I popped something, I'll be honest. I just feel a lot of cool fluid moving down my arm. <laughs> Having a stroke. Finish without me, Dave. I'll write you a poem. <laughs> Well, okay, so Australia's a chip on its shoulder because it started out as a penal colony oh, yeah. and now they're like, we're a real country, so they yeah. need this to, so it's like it the queen saying... It sounds like somebody a... who's been in a lot of bad relationships putting a lot on this one early. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay. For sure. It's going to go great, though. I don't know anything of... Anyway. Uh, only one public voice was not thrilled about the visit. Batman. <laughs> Where are you, Alfred? <laughs> my boots are filthy. Who's going to put on my pants? The Batmobile's covered in mud and leaves. <laughs> I wish I could get involved in that, but I can't. Yeah, I get it. 
the Freeman's Journal, which was run by oh. Irish Catholics. Oh, boy. The newspaper said, quote, a pleasure cruise with a young Anglo-German gentleman, the son of a sovereign who had done nothing in particular to win the gratitude of Australians. Mm. Wait, so... That's the Irish Catholics. <laughs> so they're not happy that... No, they don't, not, they don't care for it. What the fuck is going on with them? Well... We'll get there. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Convicts uh, have not been sent to Melbourne or Sydney or uh, Tasmania for quite some time. I and seriously thought you said comics. Comics. <laughs> comics, yeah, yeah, there's no comics going on. I was like, what are we? They haven't had any like, good acts there for a while. Oh, man. Um, uh, and the prison transport ships are about to be wrapped up completely. The tour is the legitimate thing for the whole place. And now Adelaide is a city that never started as a penal colony, I guess. Yep. And that's interesting that they're, uh, yeah. That's, that's probably why it could be so nice. Uh, it's always. What? Uh, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well done. If we went to Adelaide, all yeah. our own free will. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's always been free settlers, and so they already think they're a little bit better than the other cities. Yeah. And, uh,. And now they've been chosen for the first city to Prince to come to, so they're like, hey, fuck Yeah, but you. they weren't fucking there. Well, they, I well, I mean, they were there, they just weren't there. <laughs> no, like they Fishermen didn't who in. don't have a good work ethic, you know? Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Maybe they were all in church. <laughs> <laughs> I've read that they have a lot of they churches lot of there. Do-do. I can't wait and to go there. murder. <laughs> Excuse me? Hmm? I'm glad what? you said it. I didn't say anything. <laughs> no, it feels like... I was just talking about Adelaide. I was just saying how it has a lot of churches. And then you said murder. Like murder! <laughs> Adelaide is the last Children place. are missing! <laughs> um, He's possessed, right? Okay. Okay, so the city has set up a bunch of events and dinners and whatnot for the prince to go to, and the prince is given a personal footman. Oh, you is love that, a good footman. And the, as well as the painter. Yeah, the and painter's the like, you know, ever since the footman came Or is the footman a like. painter who only paints feet? Yeah, <laughs> like the first painter is I like, I just a... can't do hands and feet. They look, they look like balloons. Are uh, you need a footman. You need a footman for that. Uh, the footman previously worked for the governor as his personal shampooer. <laughs> okay, so hold the phone for a fucking second. Um, okay, so this... Okay. So, do you not have a personal shampooer? Ooh, take back I have a conditioner. Bags. I have a personal <laughs> conditioner. Well, walk me through his job. Okay, he's so a footman. He, so, he's a footman, so, but his last job was no, to... No, we'll get to the shampooing. Okay. <laughs> but what does a footman do? A, a footman uh, is like a personal valet, sort of. He's going to help you with all your bullshit. Okay. Yeah. And Put on your be... coat, do that kind of... They sure, dress you, they sure. do all that shit. A natural transition from uh, they, shampooing a man. They bring so... you food. <laughs> So he uh, used to shampoo? He used to shampoo the governor. And that was it? Uh, yeah, I guess they had a conditioner guy. So his job, yeah. <laughs> you know, I can do both. <laughs> I'm hot oil treatment Larry. <laughs> and then he comes in. Hi, I'm Lufa Larry. <laughs> I'm bum cleaner. <laughs> we just found out bum cleaner wasn't actually hired. <laughs> He's just crazy. <laughs> I clean all the bums. No, you've been asked to not be here. He'll take care of that himself. We told I, you that. I brought my get brush. Get out of here. We've been I, very... Get the fuck out of here. I brought my brushes. Uh, God, those are very thick. <laughs> He's been unable to sit for a while. You're very thorough. <laughs> 
the uh, the footman's name was uh, Osbaldistan. Sorry. What? His name Os- was Osbaldistan. That sure. is a country. Yeah, it's a great. I don't country. know. Osbaldistan. Yeah, he was the only one from there. Yeah. Uh, Why would anyone so, ever be there? Osbaldistan now has access to places he never would have before, and he, he takes advantage of the situation. He's going to shampoo so many people. <laughs> <laughs> so when he is at mansions and other places during dinners, he goes into the place and steals jewelry and cash. It's Wait. a sweet gig. He's wow. getting access to, to these awesome places. And with he's the just prince. stealing, and he's just, so he's stealing. just robbing shit. So he's just taking five finger discounts. Yeah. Who knew a guy whose skill was rubbing someone else's head would turn out to be weird. a bit strange? He's like, it's not applicable to many occupations. <laughs> yeah. I'll just take things. <laughs> so then, uh, so then burglaries start happening in the neighborhood where Osbaldistan lives, and so he's probably worried. About his big stash of stolen shit. Wait, so he steals a bunch of shit and there's robberies and he's like, oh, that's not good for the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> Don't like the sound of that. So he writes a letter complaining about the breaks and, and break-ins and the lack of police protection to the paper. And he's a thief. Right. Right, okay. <laughs> he's not a thinker. And so a police officer is sent to his house to take down a report, but when he gets there... He's Os- fucked! Osbaldistan is not there... <laughs> And he's working, at one, he's working at one of the prince's dinners right then. And Osbaldistan's wife opens the door, and she's wearing a jacket that has just been reported stolen. Holding a big bag of money with a dollar sign on it. Yeah. yeah. So, what, what, what are you doing here? <laughs> so the cop goes to arrest Osbaldistan at the reception he's at, and Osbaldistan sees him coming and makes a break for it. And now the prince is in a garden party. But he's party. an idiot. I mean, that's a, a really idiotic thing to... Yeah. Okay, keep going. And so the prince is at a garden party, and Osbaldistan runs through it with cops and all the staff of the house chasing him. Is this the original draft of Ferris Bueller's Day? <laughs> <laughs> you just hear the Benny Hill music in the yard. <laughs> and he manages to get away. And the group ch- is chasing him, and they chase him all the way through the Central Business District... And he manages still to avoid them. And so what do you do? You, you, you run home no. to where you keep all your stolen no. goods. And then you get caught in no. the exact room no. where no. you've been keeping all no, your you stolen goods. No, you don't do that. That is what you don't do. So he so, just runs home and they're like, we figured you'd be here. Anyway, um, you're under arrest and dumb. So Prince Alfred's final day in Adelaide consisted of him going to the police station to identify all the shit that had been stolen from him. Uh, Australia. Uh, <laughs> he was just like laying in a bed thinking of Greece all day. He was like, God, oh, Greece. I should have done Greece. <laughs> oh my God. Now the prince heads to Melbourne. Woo! <laughs> Ever heard of it? <laughs> there his ship is met with much fanfare. Yeah! On time. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> He was greeted by hurrahs. Yep. And people shouting such things as, God yes. bless the Duke. Oh. We're glad to see your royal highness and don't be afraid of us. <laughs> <laughs> that is our motto. That's motto in Melbourne. Not Melbourne. a red flag at all. Don't be afraid. We're definitely not going to hurt or steal from you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be 
be afraid of us. Wow. They even put that in the Argus paper. Don't be afraid of us. What the fuck? Okay, Is there so... an editor at papers at this time? There's not. Okay. No. No. Uh, so the king gets off and he has to push his way through the crowd to get to Scott's Boyle Hotel. And when he went inside, the crowd cheered. Now, at this time... We're not going to murder you! We promise! (laughs) At this time, there was a a Finian problem in the world. Oh, oh, I know this. Is this the Irish dude trying to invade Canada? Dave, yeah. What? Thank you. I heard that. That's great. Thank you. uh, (laughs) So this is the same time. So these these Irish... (laughs) Oh no, are they going to try and invade Melbourne? Are they about to invade Australia? (laughs) Yes! Have they... No way, they would never stop trying to invade Canada. What are they doing? It's pathetic. As we know, the Finians are an Irish brotherhood dedicated to the independence of Ireland. (laughs) (laughs) And some ways they do it is by invading Canada from America. Mm -hmm. In 1867, it was discovered the Finians had embedded their own soldiers in the British military, planning rebellion in Ireland. The plan was disrupted, and many Finians were arrested. Another thing that occurred at this time was Finians trying to break out some of their brothers from Clerkenwell Prison. They used a barrel of gunpowder that they hid on a wheelbarrow and put it right up against the prison wall. Now, a barrel of gunpowder is a cartoons? lot of gunpowder. <laughs> what? They were cartoons? <laughs> and so they set off this... Drop an anvil on the warden. <laughs> don't worry, you can walk over that canyon if you don't look down. <laughs> How did you not do that in an Irish accent? Dave. <laughs> we'll get there, we'll get there. <laughs> You're very right. (laughs) So the explosion is huge. Kills 12 people passing by. Wounded another 100. A 100? A 100. This is an act of terrorism. Yo, that's what it would be, yeah. Okay. Weird Irish people blowing stuff up. Uh, Never heard of that. Another Finian named Kelly uh, attacked Chester Castle to get weapons and ammunition for the fight, but was caught and sent to jail. When he was being transported in a police van, a group of Finians cut off the wagon and attacked. While they were trying to get him out, they shot and killed the police officer guarding Kelly. Some say it was on purpose. Some say it was an accident. Mm -hmm. The men who performed that attack were arrested and sentenced to death. Two were let off, but three were executed. They became known as the Manchester Martyrs. And they're Irish? The Finians were very upset about the Manchester Martyrs. They'd been executed just before the prince arrived, and word had come to Australia. So the Finians are angry. Oh, boy. Wait. Okay. Uh-uh. So things... Now, this is also right when, in, in America, the Finians are invading Canada. Oh, it's a real movement. That's not going well? No. Are the Finians in Australia going to try to like, hijack the prince's ship and be like, are you going to give us a lift to Canada? How far is the trip to Canada? Is it far? <laughs> Do you mind taking us? <laughs> so, <clears throat> Australians okay. are worried that the Finians are going to attack Australia. As they fucking should be. <laughs> These Irish and people. try to ransom Australia for Irish independence. Totally well, I mean, they had a country. <laughs> they were all set. They're yeah. like, well, we can fucking build this. Canada, Australia. Fucking imagine it, man. <laughs> we send nine of our greatest to each nation and we overtake it. 
trust me. <laughs> Too crazy to not fucking work, mate. <laughs> so things are tense between Irish Catholics uh-huh. and, of course, Irish Protestants are on the other side all over the world. In Melbourne, there was an Orange Lodge, and they decided on this day to hang some pictures of the Battle of Boyne. The Boyne? Battle of Boyne happened... Is that... Sorry, yeah, go. Boyne? Yeah, I think so. It's the Battle of Boyne. Is that the fight between, like, saying, Tigger I'm, and something? I'm probably saying it wrong. I'm probably saying it wrong. I don't know. Any Protestants want to... Any Finians in the crowd? <laughs> Any Finians? Of course not. Uh, we're we're planning Canada. on taking over the Comics Lounge for mm-hmm. Ireland or something? The Battle of Boyne happened mm-hmm. in 1690. It was between Catholic James II of England and Protestant William III of Scotland. William won. The battle ensured the continued Protestant ascendancy in Ireland, and the Catholics saw this as an enormous defeat. So just after the Manchester martyrs are killed, and with the prince coming, the, the orange men decide to throw up some incendiary shit on their walls. There for all to see was a brightly lit a tableau of William of Orange smiting the Catholic armies. The prince lands in Melbourne exactly that evening. The, ca- the Catholics are not pleased. <laughs> and he probably doesn't know shit either. He's probably like, it's very tense around here, isn't it? It seems Hello. like a lot of tension, isn't it? I've heard about your Vegemite. <laughs> <laughs> there are words exchanged during the day. Then at night, some Catholics try to break into the Orange Hall to rip down the pictures. The orange men inside shoot. And when all is said and done, two boys outside are found shot, one of whom dies. This, of course, leads to a religious riot. What better way to welcome the prince than with a good old religious riot? Very active at night here, isn't it? You know know how to have fun, don't you? Okay, so the next day, a large charity event (laughs) is to be held held on the banks of the Yarra River. It was a feast organized for 10,000 people. Jesus Christ. Yeah. How do you do that? You make a lot of chickens. Thank you. Hang on, they're organizing over 10,000 people yeah, 10, whilst there's rioting. Well, it's, mm-hmm. No, the riots are over now, okay. and now they're going to give people Well, this sounds food. like it's going to end well. Yeah, yeah. it'll be good. good. Sounds it's like called, a Master Chef challenge. It's called, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. You've got to feed 10,000 poor people. <laughs> there's a riot. <laughs> it's called a feast for the poor. There's going to be wine and food, and the prince is supposed to come and meet the common people of Melbourne. Wait, holy shit, Dave. What? That is what? a terrible plan. Why? Because... They'll just wait amongst the no, filth. No, 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 no. What, uh, who's, who's planning this trip for him? I don't know. <laughs> More importantly, who's shampooing his hair while he's in Melbourne? <laughs> he's getting shampooed the whole time. <laughs> yes. Welcome. We've got 20 really homeless people who are going to take there. turns shampooing. Now go meet the drunk homeless people. <laughs> so the crowd is supposed to be 10,000, but... About 40,000 show up. <laughs> and they're all sitting there waiting from noon until 5 p.m. And they're sitting there growing hungry. And, the and they're is, drunk. The do prince they, is not showing up. Well, they're eat? not eating yet. They're waiting for the prince to come before they do eat. People of, do the people of Melbourne eat the prince? I mean, that would be the greatest happen? ending to a dollop ever. <laughs> oh, my God. And then the 40,000 homeless of Melbourne ate so, the Duke. Mm? It's hot. There's a strong wind. No. The, the police stop Prince Alfred on his way there because there's too many people. Then at five, they're told Prince Albert is not coming Uh-oh. and all hell breaks loose. 
I mean, we're talking riots on riots. <laughs> 40,000 people rush the banquet. <laughs> there are 120,000 pounds of meat, 4,500 pounds of plum pudding, 27 dozen pastry, 5,000 pies, 600 pounds of fish, 100 pounds of cake. See, they, that they, would they, never <laughs> happen in Melbourne these days. That does not sound organic. None of that sounds gluten-free. <laughs> Never pounds of cake. <laughs> they overturn tables, smash cacks, casks, collapse the tents. There's a cat. They <laughs> smashed <laughs> all the cats. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, they're shattering. <laughs> Good lord! Smash the cat, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Explode the dogs and smash the cats. It's a riot. <laughs> uh, they collapsed the tents. They broke the barrels. There's also a cute wine fountain that had been built out of pipes. Where they put a big 500-gallon cask of wine up in a tree oh, that would like that make a fountain, and that they fucking like hit that shit and broke it and just started sucking out of the pipes. Yep. And so they're just fucking hammered. Quote, some climbed into the tree where the cask of wine <laughs> supplying the fountain was placed and, cutting the pipes, distributed the contents pretty liberally over the crowd. So they're, wait, they're just spraying wine? Oh, we would rather drink yeah. it. Nah, fucking suck it. He ain't coming. He ain't coming. Far more of the wine stream going over the heads of the people than into the pannikins and buckets that were held to catch it. Wait, wait. Oh In my. the bucket. That is a party. Fill the bucket. Shit. Police just gave up trying to control the mob That's and good. went into the pie tent and ate pies. <laughs> Interesting. I'm so proud. I've yeah. never been no. so proud. Let's go eat pies, mate. That's when oh. Pie Face started. <laughs> hey, look at me. What do I look like? What's yeah. weird is you do actually end up at Pie Face after you've been drinking wine in a tree. That's usually yeah. where. I love, a, I love a barrel tree wine party. <laughs> so good. Is everybody happy? <laughs> Smash that cat. <laughs> <laughs> In Sydney, the press gloated over the disaster. Of course they fucking did. Put your shirt on, Sydney. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I Uh, hope they ate the prince. The Sydney Morning Herald wrote, it must be remembered in Melbourne. Sorry. It's all right. In Melbourne, there is a large number of the vilest of the vile and the gatherings of old what? seditions and other abominations. What? What? <laughs> Fuck you. Nailed it. Yeah. Fuck off. They, all they did was call you guys abominations. What's I the big deal? Sit in your pointy building and drink your shit coffee. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Their coffee is worse I'm than sorry. your coffee, and yes. America's coffee is like diarrhea. Yeah. You guys, and you're, get off your fucking coffee horse. <laughs> it's all we have. You guys do need to relax with the coffee. <laughs> I, drink, I drink tea, so I don't give a shit. <clears throat> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Finally, someone taking you to task. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tea pussy. <laughs> Snort some coffee, motherfucker. You're in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so tea. <laughs> <laughs> you stir it with a tampon, mate. <laughs> no, that's a terrible idea. It'd absorb it. 
Yeah, and then you what? suck it out. It's just an empty mug. <laughs> so Come here, kitty. God damn it. <laughs> so, Sydney is next on the tour. Uh, uh, so why is he continuing a tour? Why wouldn't he? It's going because great. It's terrible. It's having Nothing's a great gone time. right. Everybody's yes. missed him. He could have his... been the king of fucking Greece. <laughs> well, they're next time. on the tour, so they're getting cocky. They're like, we're going to do this. They can't do worse than Melbourne or Adelaide at this point, right? They're going to do worse. The next night, there was a banquet held at the Melbourne Lunatic Asylum. What? 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 What are we doing that for? Come try some brain pie, guys. <laughs> <laughs> there was a p- pavilion. You know I imagine that's like? You don't even hook the scene where they're just eating invisible food. <laughs> like, yes, it's a banquet. Oh. Just say banquet. They just rang. like pull oh, up like the silver rang, thing. Rang, rang. Enjoy <laughs> the fresh turkey. They're like, that's empty. Yeah, but uh, that. what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> Uh, there was a big pavilion uh, erected in front of the building. All the big uh, fancy people were in town and 150 inmates of the crazy house. So what? What? Planning? So, Who planned this? So Melbourne's sort of go-to is we won't hurt you, but we also have homeless people and crazy people. Yeah. yeah. What? Who is doing our fucking PR? We are so sorry what they did with the homeless people. Uh, meet the lunatics that need to live inside here. <laughs> This will be way better. <laughs> well, here's the thing. The prince didn't even go. It was just a thing that they did to be like, we do this too. And then they told him about it later. <laughs> Wait. He, ne- he was never invited. He wasn't supposed to go. They had 150 of the hoity-toities sitting with 150 lunatics. Okay. <laughs> and they were like, this is a party. And then they didn't invite the prince. <laughs> Well, the Sever- lunatics were probably like, we see the prince, even though he's not here. We've- <laughs> Several of the inmates sang songs. An 80-year-old inmate woman sang a song while playing An the accordion. 80-year-old? 80-year-old. While playing the accordion. The night was considered to be a it great success. It wasn't an actual success. accordion. It was someone who had an anvil dropped on them earlier. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um... It was just a celebration of him being in town. That was oh. it. So that went well. He wasn't there. Yeah, but that's why it went well. <laughs> yeah, he, Prince, he's the problem, not uh, us. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Prince Alfred pretty much just laid low in Melbourne the rest of his time there. Why? He stayed with the... <laughs> what, is he too good to get sprayed in the face with wine? What's his problem? <laughs> what, he doesn't like a hobo Pinot Noir party? <laughs> He stayed with the governor and his wife who wanted the prince to go to bed early and rise early. She was like, mm-hmm. uh, She assumed that at night the prince was retiring when they did, but that's not what was going on. Wait. Chief Commissioner of Police, Frederick Standish, was taking Prince Alfred on a tour of the local brothels each evening. Are you sure it wasn't Commissioner Gordon? <laughs> hmm? Sorry, that would have been better. I couldn't think of it quick enough. I was like, Ugh! then I got it, and it was too late. Just, there you know. So the only thing he's doing is taking nighttime horror tours. Yeah. Okay. Standish. Yeah, he's on a horror tour. Standish, Standish was a bachelor, like Alfred, and known to be a man's uh, a man's man. He would take men out for fucking. He's a man's man. He's a great guy. He was very, very well acquainted with Mel- Melbourne's brothels in both a personal and professional capacity. Alfred. <laughs> Alfred ended up in Sarah Fraser's very high-class brothel on Stephen Street. 
She ended up closing down her brothel to the public until the prince left town. It was said Standish introduced Prince Albert to several women who met his approval. After the prince left town, Sarah said he was the meanest man she ever met and that he used her house, used her women, but never paid for anything. He's English. These vaginas are mine. Seemed, but up until now, he seemed sort of all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah now he didn't it's seem like a dick. Yeah. He, he sort of he felt bad like a bit for him for a while. And he just sort of got put on a boat yeah. and sent around to see us all. But now, yeah. now no, he's, he's just getting a, free mm. shit and not tipping. Uh, yeah. Well, a, a cook did fall over the ship, and he was mad about his meals. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> he didn't push him. During did he? The, did he push him? During, is this clue? during Prince Alfred's time there, he also stiffed a horse carriage driver, a watchmaker, and a commissioned painter. Does that mean he fucked him? Yep. <laughs> uh, He's a baddie. All right. There was also a member of the Richmond Police Department who was said to be a sporting sergeant, and he enjoyed cockfighting. And the prince and his In the party... Brothel? Is what? In the brothel? No. Different oh. kind of cockfighting. Okay. Actual... Uh, the roosters. Oh, I thought it was like a couple of dudes fought with their dicks over. Oh, go ahead. Yep. Uh, the princess party spent a few afternoons uh, at the cockfights, enjoying birds killing each other. Is this still in Melbourne? We're yep. Worse. We're still in oh Melbourne. God. You guys are a fucking nightmare. Oh, well, and I mean, why would he go to Sydney? They're like, come to the lunatic asylum. There's fake cake. So now the higher ups in Melbourne are like, well, this is not fucking going well. This is a disaster, and they have him delay his trip to Sydney. And they want to take him out to Sydney's ne- uh, to cities nearby. Uh, so he takes a week to head out to see other places in Victoria. Uh-oh. He goes outside the Sunshine? city. Sunshine? And apparently... What? Sunshine? <laughs> Sunshine? You should. Have you been to Sunshine? Sounds nice. You should go. You should go for a trip to Sunshine. <laughs> Sunshine. Local humor. You're not fucking with us, are you? <laughs> mm You swear to God we should go there? <laughs> I'll Talk write you it. a poem. You swear? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go take a horror tour. <laughs> he goes outside the city, and everywhere he goes, people are shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> it's a simpler time. I'm going to go there. Oh, when he God, goes I can't by, imagine that today. When he goes by on the train, there are just people that had got there in the morning lined up, and they're just <laughs> laying drunk on the side. Oh, my God. The London Times said, quote, everywhere we were greeted with poor, debased, drunken wretches. <laughs> now that's reporting. Uh, that's like your tour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also in every town he stopped in, he was greeted by blooming children dressed in white with accompanying blue trimmings who sang the national anthem. And literally every town he goes to, I read his, I read his journey like thing. Every single town, it was like they stopped and the children sang. They stopped he and the children sang. Like, oh. He was like, "Fuck!" And I've heard it. For fuck's yeah. sake, it's more they, blue children. They go to. I'm gonna try to say this. You're gonna say say it wrong. Geelong. <laughs> oh, you're all cunts. <laughs> How the fuck do you say that one? Easy, Dave. You say it like it's no, no, not no, spelled. No, no, no. No, you Say be it. you. We love you for you, and mate, stick with it. Say it. Say the word. <laughs> I don't think she wants to. No, it's to. right. It's right. No, it's not right. <laughs> Go 
there as well as Sunshine. Go to Sunshine and Geelong. Do you promise he's saying it right and we should go there? Yep. You yeah. swear to God. Yeah, 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 yeah. As people are laughing, which is like throwing me way the fuck off. Which... Yeah. All right, we'll go there. Yep. Anyway, back to Geelong. <laughs> what the fuck is funny? Look how it's spelled. Oh, Geelong. Oh, mate. Geelong? Is that right? Geelong? No way. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Geelong. So there, the city folk had set up. Where? Geelong. Uh, in Geelong. Uh, I they, love Geelong. <laughs> There, in the fall? There they had set up a sort of charity banquet. <laughs> oh, no. Well, their charity banquets are fucking it. disasters. What did they do? It was exactly... It was you're ex- on a roof? It was exactly like the one. They modeled it after the one in Melbourne. Why? Why? Why model after that? What the fuck? Why would you model it after that? Because... I don't know. A large crowd gathers. No. There's a delay. Well, of course. The people who organize they the event... They get fucking pissed and they go crazy. The people who organize the event started to get freaked out because oh they God. heard what happened in Melbourne. And instead of handling the situation, they decided to just abandon the banquet and ran away. <laughs> <laughs> and the starving masses rushed in and oh had all God. the food and drink. <laughs> Local papers compared it to a drunken orgy. <laughs> Wow. That's the only kind of orgy I'll go to. <laughs> this is so everyone. So this time we're including fucking. Like everyone's just like, now we're enjoying. Like, yeah. Show them how we party. And fuck. I'm gonna eat cake off your back while yeah. I fuck you. Hey, the fucking cake. Welcome to Geelong. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another town. I'm gonna say it wrong because I'm gonna say oh, it the way please. it's spelled. Yep. <sighs> Next, the prince goes to Ballarat. Yay to me? It's the way it's spelled. You fuckers finally said a word the way it's written. David, David, sit down, David. David, sit down. All right, all right. Sit down. All right. Jesus Christ, David. You did it right. Yeah. Not a lot of people react like that to applause. Shit. Well, at this point, I am on an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. He doesn't know how he's going to be saying his own name. Like, is it Davi? What the fuck? (laughs) Davi Antone? Oh, God. Ballarat, Uh, okay. In Ballarat, Ballarat is a gold mining town. Yes. Sure, I know. So uh, they take him down into the Band of Hope gold mine. They dress Prince Alfred up in miner's clothes, the whole deal. The The mine was normally lit with gas lights, but since the prince was there, it was packed with lights. And when he descends deep down, they ask him to have a go with a hammer and look for some gold. Oh, now, no. they've set it up. Of course. Right? Yeah, that's so they're, it's Chip like, this rock right here, sir. Yeah, there's big, giant nuggets of gold everywhere that they've set in the mine so he could find a bunch of gold. And sure enough, he chips away and he's like, ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, he, he keeps nuggets. What? Go ahead. Yep. <laughs> he keeps finding very large nuggets of gold. And he's like, yay, I'm the prince. Yeah. And then he comes up, and the owner of the mine tells him he can take home one nugget. Uh oh. And he's like, uh, I've unearthed 95 nuggets. So the prince takes five, which is worth about a thousand pounds back then, which is a lot of money. Yeah. Everyone is too embarrassed to ask him to give it back. So now he's just ripping people off by being. (laughs) 
Is okay. So nobody wins in this. No. Nope. Okay. Everybody. Oh wins. no. Well, there's he no does. winners. He gets. Gold. Yeah, he yeah got but gold. he's also had a horrible tour <laughs> where nobody likes oh. him and he can't well, go to anything. Kids singing the anthem to It's him? so not horrible yet. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Take there out, I go, take, getting ahead take, of ourselves. Advantage oh, okay, so of our hospitality? Fucking good. What? So I put this part in just so you guys would... Then he goes from town to town. He went to... <laughs> okay? Gisbum, Sunbury, Castlemaine, Beninyong. <laughs> what? She goes like Bunninyong? Bunyan Yong? You guys have a place called Bunyan Lawn? Uh, so this went on for days and days. He's just cruising around. Uh, here's, a, here's a letter. Every town would greet him. Uh, this is uh, from uh, James Ratcliffe, the mayor, and George Britton King, the town clerk. May it please your royal highness. We, her majesty's most dutiful and loyal subjects, the mayor and councillors of the borough of Raywood, beg leave to approach your royal highness with assurances of our devoted loyalty to the throne and attached to her most gracious majesty and the members of the royal family. Permit us to most respectfully offer to your royal highness your our sincere welcome and congratulations upon your safe arrival in Victoria and to express the hope that your Royal Highness may experience no feelings but those of gratification and pleasure in connection with your visit to this colony. That happened in like fucking 80 cities. Every single fucking one, he was just like, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to fucking shoot myself in the head. Reply, gentlemen, the expression of your devoted loyalty to the throne and of your attachment to Her Majesty has been received by me with great satisfaction for your congratulations on my arrival in Victoria and your good wishes. I heartily thank you over and over again. That went on over and fucking over again. Then he goes to the mining town. It's like like junk mail, essentially. Yeah, it was horrendous. I kept reading it going, I'm going to, this is the worst thing I've ever done. (laughs) Dave, you hit a guy on a car and on a motorbike. Um, I did do that. It'll be in, uh, if you stand around for the stand-up, I'll talk about that. But the guy did deserve it. Sorry. <laughs> um, then he went to the mining town. Here we go. You guys ready? Hang on to your fucking assholes. <gasps> then he went to the mining town of Bendigo. Okay. I'm going to allow right. it. It's actually pronounced B-Dingo. <laughs> There, the locals are, were going to have a parade, and in this parade, they made a model of the prince's ship, the Galatee. The ship is full of school children who are waving and setting off fireworks, but then someone threw a firework <laughs> back onto the ship. It's the wrong direction. Honestly, I was like, shit, thank fuck we finally got off the charity banquet thing. What, what if they put kids on a ship with fireworks? What if it hits the chef and he falls over the Roll side? Like, no! Nah! <laughs> I'm just an actor. <laughs> the the firework lands on a box of fireworks. Ah, oh, come on! That's not real. That happens in cartoons, not in real life. It is a cartoon. And the mo- ah. and the model of the Galatea suddenly is rushing through the crowd with its canvas and wooden decks in flames. <laughs> The fireworks on board ignited, and they're all blowing up. And now this is going to get sad. So oh, no. All the boys How that were on the ship alcohol. couldn't get off and uh, were burned. Before they could get out, three were seriously burned, uh, and they were taken to the hospital, and 
only survived for a short time. So, well done. Welcome to uh, Bendigo. Hey, Prince, we're going to burn some children for you. Oh, my God. The Prince was pretty... Do you a- like our parade? <laughs> <laughs> the organizer's like, it was all a plan. Uh, uh, we, we're calling it Boys on Fire uh, for your no, no, meant, highness. It meant to be like that. It was, that was how it was meant. Oh, when, when, oh you, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when you docked, your ship didn't blow up with fireworks and kill kids? Welcome Sorry. to Australia. Welcome. <laughs> Don't you miss the Finians? <laughs> the prince was pretty upset to hear about the, the news of the children and sent Mr. York, uh, who expressed his uh, concern for the sufferers on hearing about the sad mishap. Uh, Mr. York was his assistant, uh, mm-hmm. so he went to the Not hospital. Not the shampoo. So or he was so, the prince was so upset that he was like, I'm going to send my assistant to say how upset I am. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm so bereaved. You oh. must go tell them. <laughs> the only way to speak from the heart is for you to do it. I'll bang some whores while you're gone. <laughs> it's the least I can do. <laughs> How's Batman? <laughs> uh, so, but when the assistant got there, they were all dead. So he was like, oh, it's okay. Uh, I don't know if he said that. He then goes to <laughs> Sandhurst. Yep. Is that the town you were just saying? Don't Sandhurst. trust Celia. <laughs> sending us... uh, no, but isn't that the town you were just talking about? Sandhurst? No. No? What was I talking about? Sunshine. Oh, Sunshine. Oh, is that called Sandhurst? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening yeah. right now? Sure. Better know. Let's make it up. Narnia. It's next to Narnia. Yep. Should we go there? <laughs> yes. So he goes to Sandhurst, uh-huh. where a ball is to take place in honor of uh, Princess Alfred at Alfred Hall. Okay. Ooh. What? How how is he still doing this? Yeah, At what point it's do you pull tour. the plug on your tour? It's going still. fine. Still. When it's you going see fine. a ship full of yeah, burning well, children. After that, you're like, well, oh, can't wait for the next town. <laughs> yeah. They've all been going great so far. Let's keep the party rolling. It's going to be fine. I don't think it is. You've already said it's not going to be. Unfortunately, <laughs> about oh. 15 minutes before the ball was supposed to begin, a fire started and the entire what? building was consumed by fire. <laughs> We are not good hosts. So, we're, not, we're not good at what it. What the fuck are you when, guys doing? We're not good at hosting. I don't know. Alfred pulls up. He just pulls up to A burning ruins. building. Another fire. It's <laughs> just ruins. It's just... There's nothing left. Just, it's just ashes. Uh, God, well, I mean, the problem... Like, burning kids got in the paper. We've got to top that. We'll yeah, just burn... Yeah. Don't know. That was bad news. No, not less fire. No more fire. It what, is like what? a bizarro competition of, like, who can be the worst. Yeah, yeah. Well, what to do now, right? Stop the fucking tour, go home, go to Greece, many no, things. No, Alfred of course not. Alfred likes to hunt. <laughs> so how about some hunting? What is... From the age, January 25th, 1888. Age? Age, age newspaper. Best of all his royal highness has enjoyed shooting, killing animals. In South Australia, the governor took him to the government farm, the ideal situation for possum shooting was a moonlit night. I agree. They're more adorable here than in the United States. Oh, yeah. Those are big rats. One, one looked up through the trees, silhouetted the possum against the moon, and fired. He shot 52 possums, 43 of which he brought home. The rest he left in trees. <laughs> Why 40? I mean, what are you going to do with 43 possums? To make a hat. <laughs> <laughs> They must have just been like, what the fuck Who's is going on? Who shot 45 possums is oh, like, you know not what? enough. I got to keep going. 
He went on numerous kangaroo shoots, but one of his more spectacular expeditions was to Thomas Austin's property at Barwon Park. Mr. Austin introduced the rabbit to Victoria. Oh, my God. Don't get me started on this. I fucking actually know shit about this. And is now doing a splendid job by breeding them in cages. Yeah. The prince killed 86 on his first day Mm. and found it such good fun, he asked for a second shoot the following morning, thereby upsetting his carefully planned tour of the Western District. His carefully planned tour. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh (laughs) A dozen guns went out, and together they killed 1,000 rabbits. The prince killed 416. (laughs) In one place where the rabbits were trapped in a corner, he shot 68 in 10 minutes. What? How is that even fun? It's just... A fucking rabbit genocide. Yeah. It's like Shit. fish in a barrel, but it's rabbits oh, in a corner. Oh, this is lovely. They're all trapped in a corner. <laughs> Look at how astute I am at hunting them. They're all trapped, and I'll just keep firing. He was also, re- was also reported he shot other kangaroos, but not in the wild. What? What a pussy. They had them penned up and re- would release one at a time. What? Uh, and the kangaroos would hop down a lane between two <gasps> fences, and the prince would sit on his horse and shoot you them. You fucking coward. <laughs> Shit. Shit. He and killed... Give me mind, he's never been to Australia before, so it's a brand new creature that he's never ever seen. Yeah, yeah and before. I came here a few months ago for the first time and fed them, and it was fantastic. <laughs> he's like, bring it out. What happened after you fed them? Yeah, fed them what? <laughs> what, it, what did I do? Oh, what? What did you do? Well, Dave and I have different stances on uh, how we feel about animals. And what? so we literally go and we find these... Ca- like, I, it, when we found these kangaroos, it was like I discovered a waterfall. Yeah. I was like, magic. There's magic yeah, over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I'm feeding these fucking yeah, kangaroos. Magic in your hands. Little babies are just like, I love you. And I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. Dave and I are having fun. We're frolicking with kangaroos. Some crazy Asian lady drooled more than I've ever Drool. seen a human. Oh! Oh! And, just drooling out of her face. And then literally, we were like, it was great. We were posting about yeah. it. And the next day, Dave goes out for a little while, comes back. Shit had a fucking toothpick in his mouth. And he goes, kangaroo is fucking delicious. <laughs> were like, you trying to, sweet. like, ingest its magic? We, like, yeah. put ma- yeah. and eat the magical like, creature. Yeah. 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 It gets power. All right. So Alfred's <laughs> shooting a lot. Uh, yeah, so he shoots, he shoots tons of, dozens of kangaroos that way. Just a good, jolly good time. Oh, and then he shot a black swan. I mean, at least give the kangaroo Why not? a gun. Uh, yeah. Wait, and actually, to, that wait, was, wait. that's the, the only be- time that uh, Australians were like, what the fuck did you just do? Yeah. Like, they were, everyone was mad when he well, shot the black swan. Well, that's because Natalie Portman is a world treasure. <laughs> <laughs> not Okay. So now he goes back to Melbourne and uh, gets on his uh, ship and heads off to Tasmania. Uh, that's a bad idea, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know much, but... Okay, you guys the respectable, the respectable people of Melbourne were so horrified by Prince Alfred's public contact, conduct, particularly uh, overt flirting with the wife of a, a municipal magnate, and the With a municipal magnet? Ma- oh, magnate. Sorry. It's not spelled. It's, 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 it's it Iron got, Man. It I married something that holds paper on my fridge. It got, it got fucking autocorrected to magnet. All right. And then... And then you know, was, that magnet's not satisfying you the way a man could. <laughs> 
sure it holds your pizza menu on there, sure. but I can do it like sure. more than that. Sure, it shows your kids' grades, but what's it like in the bedroom? Uh... And it was obviously fucking all the prostitutes. Uh, so, quote, the respectable ah. citizens uttered a sigh of relief when the Galatee steamed yeah. through Port Phillip. He arrived in Hobart Town with 15,000 people there to greet him, waving flags and lining the streets. 5,000 kids came to the park and sang kids the national anthem. Kids should not be coming to these events anymore, yeah. please. Thank you. Uh, he received addresses. He laid a foundation stone. He went to a ball. There he met the last two surviving Tasmanian aborigines. We've killed all the rest, but here's the other two. Uh, William Lanny, 34 years old, wore a blue suit and a gold-laced band around his cap. It was said he walked proudly with Prince Alfred, knowing he had royal blood. Lanny then fell ill and died a year later, but nothing crazy went on in Tasmania, as it had everywhere else. Uh, he, uh, He went and planted a couple of trees in Tasmania, went to another ball. The weather was bad the whole time. Then he left for Sydney. So Tasmania what? right now, Boring. way up here. Yeah, way up what? here. You guys, it's just because they didn't here. have the great idea way to have here. a massive charity banquet with homeless people and crazy yeah. people and nope. wine and trees. It, actually, their disorganization played into their favor in yeah. this circumstance. But right. let's also note that they did kill a race of people and go, "Look, there's two. Yeah. So they're not that great. True. Well, they're like Noah. <laughs> Save a couple, figure it out on the sea. So he's off to Sydney. Now, Sydney's pretty cocky at this point. They were like, look at the idiots in Melbourne and Adelaide, because uh, they've done it more wrong. And on the 21st of January, the Galatee floats into Sydney. Prince Alfred, Duke of Edinburgh, Earl of Kent, and Earl of Ulster, the second son of the Queen of Victoria, has arrived. More events, more balls, more children singing. Oh, more of this. Then he was like, I want to see Briss Vegas. So nothing happened in Sydney. So he left. He just Wait. got yeah. there and he was like, I'm going to take off. And he went up to Brisbane for a week. Ah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Then he comes back. Brisbane went great. Got a tan. Shit oh. was hot up there. Okay. Sounds like us. Uh, yep. So he Melbourne comes... has really fucked it so far. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, okay. Adelaide didn't do great either. Ah. It, had a, it had a religious riot. Uh, sure. Sure. It's easy then... to forget oh. about that when you're caught up in this tale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Righto, so I went to Brisbane um, and then back to so Sydney. So, in Sydney, they're planning on showing the other cities how to do it. He's greeted by the premier of New South Wales, James Martin. From the Sydney Morning Herald, quote, Sydney will do the best to avoid the goshness of the younger and less mature colonies. I mean, it's amazing. It's a smack talk from 100 years ago. We're still like, still, you say, fuck off. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> in Sydney, they have decided also to have a charity banquet. Oh, no! <laughs> I mean, honest to God, what the actual fuck? I mean, like charity banquet should be banished. You should no, they should, you should no longer be able to have a charity banquet. The charity banquets. And they want to avoid the madness that has happened with the fundraisers in Melbourne and Geelong. So lunch will be held in Contarf. What? Contarf? That's <laughs> uh, Sid- A Sydney suburb? Contarf? Contarf? Contarf. Contarf. Are we okay. saying Contarf? He's one of them! <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, there, there is a home for retired uh, sailors. Uh, the fundraiser will be for the home, and it's a good way for all the filthy poor people who live in the city proper, proper to not be there. 
Oh, good. Uh, it's for rich people. It's a rich person suburb. It's a very short distance up the harbor. Mm-hmm. This takes place on March 12th. But still, it attracts more people than organizers expected. So what, when do organizers expect something right? There are 1,554 guests. They would consume 1,182 magnums of champagne, 798 <laughs> bottles of beer by the end of the day. The prince arrives, and all is going well. <laughs> oh, no, no, I mean, it's just, go. What's a young, A young girl wrote an account of the event in her journal. We stood under the trees near the beach and listened to the bands, of which there were two. The Queen's Own and, and the Galatee Band. About half past one, the people began to go into the tents. Oh, no. Uh, lunch, and by two o'clock, the ground looked almost deserted, but as we came, more especially to see the prince, we did not mean to go to lunch before he came. All right, so people are eating, mm-hmm. and they're having a good time. Sure. No one's waiting for food. The prince comes. Uh-huh. So it's all good. Smart event. Yeah, sure, it's all good. All right, next, next chapter. Are the two bands going to have a fight? She <laughs> continues to write. That's where dueling banjos came yeah. from. <laughs> Mm-hmm. At last he arrived. Directly we saw the little fairy coming. What? Okay, guys. I feel like that's, oh, a, I feel like that's a ship. I feel like fairy, yes. It is. That is fairy. a ship, yeah. yeah. It's not a stylist. Uh, it's not a... She's not... Yeah, okay. Yeah, she's not being horribly homophobic. No. Right. Yeah, she'd be amazing if she was like that. She's a little fairy. <laughs> we ran along the beach to the little pier at which, we would land, at which he would land. All the yachts saluted him as he passed by. Directly the steamer came alongside. All the gentlemen of the picnic committee went to the end of the wharf and presented him with an address. Okay, so Prince uh, goes up to the tents. Mm -hmm. In a short time, we managed to find places which had just been left by some other people. So the consequences was that the only thing to be seen on the table were empty dishes, dirty plates, and bones. So we thought ourselves fortunate when we found two dusty plates, a tumbler, a champagne glass, a knife, a carving fork, and a small fork between the four of us. So they just took a bunch of dirty shit... And then made their own meal. They're... So he got there sort of late. He missed the banquet. Well, now he's, he's just arriving. Yeah, he's basically missed it. Everyone's done. He just arrived to a bunch of dishes with bones. Yeah, well, that's the girl saying that. Okay. The girl, it's still her tale. We're seeing it through the girl's eyes oh. right now. And I'm loving every minute. Um, so the girl and her family eat their meal on the dirty plates. And then the prince <laughs> was in there and he came out and he walks to another tent. And they go out to watch. He had not been there long when he came out again with Sir William Manning and they walked down towards the beach in a straight line for us. The people by degrees began to disperse and the two walked alone. The prince was going to uh, view a display of spear throwing by a group of aborigines, oh, which boy. would have been nice. All right, there we go. All right, that's nice. where our disaster's coming from. It's a nice thing. Somehow, spears, the whole thing, I don't it's like the sound be. of it. Nope. As soon as they were about 60 yards from us, Annie said... We had better walk on a little. It seemed so rude to stand staring at him here. And I was just going to say something to her when we heard a sharp noise, like a Chinese cracker. The prince had been shot. What the fuck? (laughs) 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 Misdirection. Shot. Wow. That it's was about so fucking tense. time. Do you feel that? It was like, ah, something's going to catch on fire. I was not expecting shot. Wow. (laughs) They shot him. (sighs) <sighs> was it the little girl? Tell me it was the little girl. Yeah, yeah. We were watching him and we had chicken bones for lunch and then I pulled out a fucking piece. 
And I put and one right in his down. belly. <laughs> Where did That's you? for the Fenians, motherfucker! <laughs> Next up, Canada! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. shit. Where did he get shot? Fuck. A man shot in a, a man in a black suit walked up to Prince Alfred and shot him in the back. He fell to the ground and yelled, Good God, my back is broken. I mean, that is adorable. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, my back's broken. (laughs) Oh, no, you've been shot, cutie pie. (laughs) Got shot in your back. (laughs) Mr. Manning turned around quickly, and the assassin shouted, Stand back! Pointed the revolver at him, shot and missed. Then he raised his gun again to shoot, but a man named... Vile rushed the ruffian and clattered him around the body. A man named Vile? V-I-A-L. Vile. A, a, a struggle ensued, uh, and the man, the man who the, the assassin's name is O'Farrell, uh, and O'Farrell tried to shoot the prince again as he lay on the ground. Vile hit the gun again just as it went off, and the bullet went into the foot of a local businessman named <laughs> George Thorne. Back to the little girl. Presently, we saw Papa limping out of the crowd. Oh, no, 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 wait, wait. (laughs) Wow. Like, nobody else is reporting this shit. They're like, all we have is this nine-year-old girl's account of what happened. Yeah, oh, we've got And it's adorable. (laughs) Papa was limping. The prince's back hurt. (laughs) It's the most dramatic show until ever. (laughs) And we saw the prince and my dad's What I did for my summer vacation. (laughs) I was about to scream out, oh, Papa, what is the matter? And he said, I'm shot, I'm shot. We took Papa to a seat and left him with Mama while we ran for brandy and water. (sighs) Sorry, why the first one? Brandy and water. Well, while you're making a run, you're like, I'll just get around to whatever, fuck up. (laughs) While I'm up. (laughs) But don't have any nutmeg, we can't do brandy, Alexander. All right, all right, guys, last orders. What do you guys want? Who wants, what are we after? I'm going to get him water, cause it's, but what do we want? Wings? What are we after, guys? The people around were very kind. Uh, one lady sat us all on a seat and told us to be quiet for Papa's sake, as we should make him worse if he heard us crying. Very calm. Dad's very, shot. very true. Shut the fuck up, honey. It's very true with, uh, if you've ever known anyone to get shot. We're from America, so most of our friends have been shot. Um, if you cry around them, it they, it. they can die. Yeah. <laughs> Emotion, that's what we're trying to take out of the gun conversation is the emotion of it all. Right. Uh, Papa kept asking, is the prince alive? How is the prince? And when someone said, the prince is alive, Papa seemed better. Oh, thank God the royal is okay. I'll never walk again. (laughs) Worth it! (laughs) Meanwhile, the struggle with the assassin went on, except a bit different. People were now trying to tear him to pieces. Literally? While the police attempted to keep him alive, it was said he cried out, I'm a Finian. God save no, Ireland. Was it really? I mean, this is oh all callbacks. <laughs> and here's the great thing about this tour. I have another Finian story. Oh, my God. <laughs> the police would get a hold of him and encircle him and try to drag him away towards a steamer, and then the people would break through and pull him away. This went on for some time. The crowd was just surging back and forth with tiny bits of movement toward the beach. Every shred of clothing was torn off the assassin. 
<laughs> he was. Oh, for fuck's sake, how much longer can this go on? <laughs> Fucking naked. Holy shit, look at his dong. <laughs> he was severely beaten. His bloody body uh, was bloody and bruised. So many men were trying to kill him that they had difficulty raising their arms to do so, and they got close to him. Gentlemen, magistrates, clergymen were all a part of the group. Some of them right up front and loudest with their demands he be killed immediately. They yelled, hang him. People were running around with knives from the lunch trying to stab him. There's your lunch issue. We knew there'd be one. <laughs> Women Swallowed were... his bone and choke on it. <laughs> <laughs> Women were screaming for him to be cut to pieces. Women were? Women. Cut him up. <laughs> Slice him. And then I'm sure and someone in back was going, fuck, we're not better than Melbourne. <laughs> Police continued to slowly inch him toward the steamer while men hung ropes over gibbets to lynch the assassin and implored the crowd to bring him over. Some men joined the police to keep him alive. It took over 30 minutes to get him away from the crowd, down the beach, and to the steamer. So now he's on the boat. (laughs) Sorry, so immature. You said steamer Uh, like I mean, it it isn't easy. It's not easy. It's not that kind of steamer. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. You're a mature woman. (laughs) And let me guess where it was headed. (laughs) Exactly. We know the city. Ten cent beer night. So they get him on the boat. Ten cent beer night. So they get him on the boat. What type of boat? And the crew. It's a steamer. And the crew on the vessel then try to run the assassin up the headmast. To Wait. hang him. Wait. Like a flag. They Wait. got him on they the boat. They treat him like they a got, flag? They got him on the boat, and then the crew was like, let's hang him from the mast. And they're, they're like, like no, 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 we came here to save him. <laughs> uh, so Actually, it, hang him at half. It's a tragedy. <laughs> so so then on the, on the boat, which is a steamer, a giant, a giant fight breaks out between the police and the crew. And that takes another 15 minutes, and finally it's over. The police have him in custody. And the ship moves out. The man's name is Henry James O'Farrell. The prince had been shot just to the right of his spine. He was taken to a tent to be cared for. The Daily Alta reported, The scene around the prince's marquee was something fearful. Numbers of ladies were seen fainting and in hysterics. Men whom no amount of danger could terrify with white faces of rage. But not through fear, asked... What will they say in England if he should die? What will his mother say? Mm. I should have let him go to Greece. Oh, fuck. <laughs> We've what? embarrassed ourselves. It's true. That's, that's understandable. It yeah. does not look good for us. The first time they send one out, and no, we kill it. No, it's not great. Celia, it looks terrible for you guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not, yeah, no, it's a, it's not this is uh, What this says is we were a penal colony. <laughs> this whole fucking thing. Yeah, but it's their fault. They started it. I mean... Like, maybe if they'd sent over some fucking scientists and doctors, she would have turned out anybody a bit would have been eaten. Yeah, <laughs> in a second. Um, he says that because the first one is a lot of eating of. Pie. Oh, yeah. Last night I heard a shitload about fucking cannibalism. Oh, here? Yeah. <laughs> Lots of eating going on. Oh. Yeah. In Sydney? <laughs> Probably in Sydney. <laughs> Uh, 200 people joined hands and formed a circle around the tent in which the prince lay. Uh, well, for, I mean, what, good, good that's timing. what the doctor prescribed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need 30 people holding hands in here. Form a circle! <laughs> He's uh, dead. 
He was attended by Dr. Watson of the HMS Challenger. Dr. Watson? Oh, my God! Holmes was busy? <laughs> He's like, uh, I can only recommend what we do. Uh, outside of that, I've got no ideas. <laughs> Sherlock's really the one who does the surgeries. <laughs> now, the prince had been wearing a pair of brass braces. Well, those are gone. As we do. So the bullet hit the side of the spine and was deflected back out by the braces. Shut up. After they do some immediate work on him, he's taken to a local hospital where he is cared for by nurses who had just arrived and had been trained by Florence Nightingale. Of course. Why not? Sweet. And shrapnel's removed from his back, and word comes that he will survive. The next morning, the Sydney Morning Herald wrote that the assassination attempt had, quote, no connection in any way whatsoever, however remote, with anything Australian. No way. No way. Not us, not us, not us. Just a rogue Finian. Not our Irish people. Goddamn Irish, right? Jesus Christ. Them, unbelievable. Anyway, sorry about that parade. The crime is not home growth. It is an importation, and we repudiate it. Oh, no. That's where it started. Not ours. Okay, people are furious. They are angry with the Finians. All over the country, these giant <laughs> meetings are held that are called indignation meetings. <laughs> I am outraged. Yeah. Next, I am also outraged. <laughs> Good meeting. Good meeting. Larry, are you outraged? <laughs> I am, sir. <laughs> Anyone here not outraged? Me. Get out. Get the fuck out. That's outrageous. <laughs> yes, you in the back. All righty. <laughs> I can't hear. So you're in the right place. I'm outraged, though. Yes, no, we've been talking about that for a while. Put your fucking hand down, please. I'm very angry about what's happened. Yes, this is an outrage meeting. Put your goddamn hand down. <laughs> is anybody talking about the outrage? We all are talking about it. <laughs> God's sake. How did you even hear about this? <laughs> So at the meetings, people keep stand up and say how much they love the crown and hate the Finians. Most Australians felt that the scandal had shamed their integrity. (laughs) Really? Posters appeared around town offering a reward of a thousand pounds for O'Farrell's accomplices. Those who knew O'Farrell said he was a nice man, but exceedingly excitable. <laughs> Seems like the move of an excitable man. Mm. Uh, when he left the hotel he was staying in in the morning of the shooting, he threw a letter down and said, This will explain it all. Then he rushed out the door. <gasps> said, this will explain it all. And out he goes. The assassination, uh, the attempted assassination was Dublin born and had arrived in Australia as a child at six or seven with his parents in Victoria. He failed to be ordained as a priest. Yeah, shocker. In 1855, fell into debt and began drinking heavily. He continued to focus on his failure of not becoming a priest. O'Farrell was passionate about the cause of Ireland, but he was very erratic, possibly mentally ill. Intelligent but paranoid, very prone to living in a fantasy world of his own creation. In January 1867, he suffered a serious mental breakdown with bouts of delirium, Talking of plots to poison him, brandishing pistols, and threatening people. He started then having epileptic fits. The month he tried to 
kill Prince Albert, he wrote to a bishop about his ordination. He went to Sydney and stayed at Thierry's Currency Last Hotel until asked to leave due to his strange behavior. <laughs> After the shooting, he claimed to be acting as a member of the Melbourne Finians. He later... Re- <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> we don't shit where we eat. That's all right. Talk about a niche market. That's all right. <laughs> he later retracted that claim and said, oh. from continually thinking and talking of the wrong things of Ireland, I became excited and filled with enthusiasm for the shub- subject. They, they need to stop calling it excitable and enthusiasm. Shot a fucking dude in the back. Because he like, was excited. I excite- just get so excited. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh! <laughs> Butterflies! Surprise! Oh, oh, sorry. oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> I just I get so excited. <laughs> oh, my enthusiasm almost killed the prince. <laughs> I'm bubbling! <laughs> it was under the influence of those feelings that I attempted to perpetrate the deed for which I am now justly called upon to suffer. He was fucking batshit crazy and acting alone. His lawyers tried to have O'Farrell found not guilty by reason of insanity, but O'Farrell was convicted and sentenced to death by a judge. Prince Alfred asked that O'Farrell not be hanged and told the governor so. His sentiment carried little weight with the colonial government. (laughs) What? After all that shit. He can't... To fucking show that they love the crown and how great it is. And he goes, don't kill that guy. Like, you're fucking... We don't hear your shit here. Nah, I reckon we'll kill him still. This is you. The question was one of colonial autonomy. A minister in the colonial government said, quote, we did not think that his royal highness should interfere in the administration of our laws. Prince? I mean, yeah. Well. Go ahead. Right? Yeah. What the fuck? It's a fucking pile of shit. I mean, shit. it's all a bunch. Of, it's all about him. It's all about his fucking whore tour. Yeah. And this dude shot him in the back. Yeah. And he's like, no, nah, it's cool. It's like if, if someone rear ends you and you're like, ah, don't worry about it. It's a little bit worse than rear-ending. I think it's the exact I mean, same thing. Celia, you'll back me up on this. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Feels good to have my support, doesn't it? I'm yeah. good. Oh, yeah. I was almost a lawyer. Uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Prince Alfred made a full recovery and was well enough to resume command of the Galatea and, and sail for England on April 4th, 1868. On April, after a successful tour, after a wonderful tour of your fucking great country. Wow, I mean, this is the best tour since Guns N' Roses and Metallica team. Right? <laughs> 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 On it was April, a bad tour. it was a really bad tour. On April eighth, the news that O'Farrell would be executed was made public, and oh. so he was. At Darlinghurst on uh, Monday, the 21st of April, before a large number of invited spectators, politicians, and government ministers, many others had applied for entry but were refused. I fucking fucking can't get in to see the fucker. I can't believe they fucking denied it. Jesus Christ. I'm a fucking orange man. Can I not get in there to see this fucking Finian shot? Christ almighty. Holy shit. Fucking hell. What the fuck? Anyone scalping fucking tickets? (laughs) (laughs) Two for five or something. (laughs) Fucking hell. After the Did shooting... Did have last words? Uh, oh. Nope. I know what they were. Fuck, that hurts. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Oh, take my fucking neck. <laughs> His last words were, kidding, I'm a Protestant. 
Um, after to Canada! Sh- <laughs> <laughs> after I'm going the shooting, to Canada in the sky, and I'm going to invade it. Uh-huh. After the shooting, there was an anti-Irish Catholic and non-loyalist movement, which lasted for many years. The Irish Protestant of the Orange movement came into its own with its anti-Catholicism, making it attractive to new members. The idea of a terrible Finians was used politically to further careers and spread terror. O'Farrell's brother peated. Sorry. Peated. It's, yeah, I should Wait, check. Wait, what, what did his brother it's do? Peter, but I should Peter. check the spelling on these okay. things. Because that sounded like his brother masturbated for a second. <laughs> O'Farrell's brother Peter attempted to shoot Archbishop Gould on the 21st of August, 1882 in Brighton, Victoria. Oh, so shit. What happened? Thing. Did he shoot it's him in the thing. buckle as well? Yeah. yeah. And then I'd like to add this. Um, so someone sent me a, someone from Canada sent me a message uh, after the Finian episode went up. And they said that when they were growing up, uh, the grandparents uh, would, if they didn't eat their vegetables, they would say the Finians are going to come for you. <laughs> what? It was like their boogeyman. But like, they, you better, you better make your bed or the Finians will come. Weren't they like the worst and inept and totally incapable? Yeah. Of and they were like, yeah, well, if they come, they'll fucking I'll kill just, each other outside yeah. of the house. So I'm not yeah. going to eat these Brussels sprouts. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you think, it's I'm an idiot? Threat. Look, I know I'm six, but I'm not stupid. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not going to do shit. The Finians are here. What happened? Uh, they fell and drowned. <laughs> there wasn't even water there. I don't know how <laughs> they did it, but somehow they found yeah. a way. Well, that's quite a it. lesson. That's that's wow. the, the royal tour of your wonderful country. And then they kept coming. I'd be interested to find out who the second royal person was. <laughs> oh, that guy was know. like, yeah. oh, no, 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 you know, no, sex? no, 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 but, but no, like no, 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 children singing ends children with dead boys. no, 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 Wow. Ah, Jesus Christ. So that's it, I'm I'm sorry. What a good... What a good... You're learning a lot about yourself. What a great area. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anything else? There's still still some tickets uh, for tomorrow. If you want to come to that. It's going to be this one again. Yeah! (laughs) Well, I'm gonna have a, Gary, right, I'm going to have a different ending. He doesn't get shot. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Tomorrow's Dave's version, which embraces the Finian culture. <laughs> My brothers. Um, all right. Well, you guys, thanks. Thank um, you very much for coming. Uh, we'll have posters and we'll be out there doing our thing. Uh, give it I up would. for the special guest. Give it for oh. Celia. Thank you. Yeah, Thank please. you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and uh, thank you. And there's still tickets available for the stand-up show at 8:30. All right. Thank, thank you. Guys. We love you. Don't forget that. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth. You know, from this. Uh, 
this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help 